0: One Size Fits All, a podcast where we talk a little bit about everything and a whole lot about nothing. I'm Rachel.
1: And I'm Chris.
0: Today we have episode 19 for you.
1: Wow, 19. And we're talking about superficial lives. That was a big word. Superficial. Don't like, make me spell it. Like, superficial. What's official mean? I don't know. All right. Well, let's get into it, Rachel. How you doing?
0: I'm just dandy. How are you?
1: I am excellent. Very blessed. We're coming to you on New Year's Day. Happy 2023. New 23.
0: It's a whole new year. For it is a whole new fits one. All.
1: We haven't, man, we haven't done the podcast since like last year.
0: I know. We're so behind.
1: We are. Before we get into today's topic of superficial lives, let's talk a little bit about our last episode. Which was our
0: Christmas podcast. So for you guys that hopefully y'all listened to our last podcast, we got, first of all, thank you. We got some actually really good responses and feedback from that one. So thank you to our listeners. Glad you're enjoying the content. Keep listening. Um, So we talked about the importance of going to church on Christmas, and we have a little kind of story to share with you about all of this.
1: We did. We, uh, You know, I basically ended that podcast saying if your church is closed on Christmas Day, you're at the wrong church. Yeah, you're doing it wrong. You're doing it wrong. Yeah. Right. And now, of course, there's, there's circumstances. To but if you did right. that based on just because Christmas is was a holiday a Sunday, and it's on a Sunday, so we're going to skip it's Christmas. It. That's what we meant by that. Well, our church ended up being closed on Christmas.
0: They nor- they weren't supposed to be. We have to they, we have to put right. it in that. Yeah, they weren't planning on
1: it. We were all excited to go. I was super excited to worship the being Lord in the Jesus house Christ. Of the Lord.
0: On Christmas.
1: On Christmas Day. That's really what it's about. Epic. Don't get me started on all the other stuff. That's what it's about. Period.
0: I hear a rant in three, two. Right. One. Yeah, I know, right?
1: <laughs> Anyways, they ended up closing. I never got a reason. I have no idea why they closed. We're
0: guessing it's because of weather. We live in northeastern Indiana. We did get some cold, windy, blowy, snowy weather that weekend. And oh, it, it yeah. was crazy,
1: crazy cold, crazy wind. But. but by the time Sunday came around, even Saturday afternoon. We drove. The roads weren't that bad.
0: You had to be careful. I mean, which you should be anyway. And we live, live in with,
1: northeast Indiana. You should know how to drive yeah, in stuff. If this you live stuff. in a
0: climate where there's snow, you should just know. That. Right. But by Sunday, what's funny is we decided we really, as a family, were like, this is very imperative for us to be in church. We felt really God focused and God driven that our, our butt should be somewhere in a pew worshiping the Lord with other believers. And so by that conviction, we put out a Facebook post to our friends and said, who is having church on Christmas morning because our church is closed and we got a variety of responses. Right. And we got
1: tons of them. Some we've heard of some we didn't hear of. And we basically went down the list. We knew we're not Baptist. We know we're not Lutheran.
0: We're not Methodist. We're not
1: Methodist. We're not Pentecostal.
0: Right. So we, we next a couple places really quick. Then I chose to go into their websites of the church. I was looking at doctrine or, Different things that stood out about the church.
1: And we're all doing this. I think the announcement came what day was it? Like Friday or Saturday? Saturday. Right. So we had to find a church all of a sudden that for one didn't close for bad reasons of just closing because it's Christmas Day. Exactly. And then we had to find one that was open even with the weather.
0: And one that we we felt comfortable sitting in that pew and at least giving it
1: a chance. Right, because that stuff's important. It does matter. Just Showing up for church just because it's church—not what it's about. That's kind of what we're going to talk about a little bit today, too. Same base, my friend. Yeah, exactly. Don't be superficial about it.
0: Oh, and I like how that's going to work into our next. Absolutely. We we did find a church. We We did. did, We went to a new church. We had to go right past our church to get there, which was kind of
1: funny, kind of hilarious. We go right by, and I thought maybe we didn't get plowed, or you know, something like that. We go by our church, looked perfectly fine. The parking lot was plowed, so I'm still upset. So if anybody at my church is listening, tell me why we closed. Communication is key. I'm getting highly frustrated. That's my rant. Fair enough. That's transparency that at transparency. best. That is transparency.
0: But we did go to this new church, which I want to tell you, if you've gone to the same church forever, little piece of advice here, get out and go to another church at least once a year. Because it opened our eyes to what God needs for us to be obedient. It opened our eyes to what we desire and what God has done in our own lives and where we should be.
1: Yeah. And it was a great experience. It was kind of a drive. We had to get up. But the funny thing is, since we weren't going to Sunday school or teaching or anything like that, we basically had to leave the house at the same time we usually do. So
0: we actually used the same amount of time. It just was spent in the car driving.
1: (laughs) Right. We were driving there and we get there. And so the experience, right? You're kind of Nervous a little bit, new place. Got to find the place for one. Right.
0: Where do I go? How do I get in there? Right,
1: how do you park? Every parking lot's different, things like that. That's which the kind door of stuff do you walk into? I deal with as a truck driver anyway, so it's not as big of a deal. Right. But so we go there, kind of weird. We stopped before we got out of the car. We prayed and make sure that just in case, because you don't know what you're walking into, right. Especially with non denominational mm-hmm. church, but we did see their doctrine. So we, We We were were comfortable comfortable. with it. And you do happen to know a person that goes there too. Yes. So thank you for giving us the invite basically.
0: Yep. Thank you, Matt.
1: Yep. And that was awesome. But we went there and this was so cool to me. We walk in and of course it's Christmas day, so I'm sure it's not the typical setup and everything. True. The hallways, the foyer was packed full of people. But when packed walked in, in the
0: most pleasant way.
1: Oh, it was amazing. So friendly, so nice, so welcoming. I
0: think from the time we walked in the door till we sat down in the sanctuary, we probably had like nine people say, we're happy to have you here and Merry Christmas and welcome. Like, it was amazing.
1: Right. And, you know, and I showed up. I had one of my infamous... Christmas sweaters on, Ooh, ugly sweaters, contest type stuff, yes. right? I, he likes I, his ugly sweaters. I did calm it down. I, I picked one of the calmer ones for the day because Star Wars. It was Star Wars. I guess I was being a little superficial. Oh. But I've still, I'm wearing jeans and, yeah. you know, my typical stuff because I don't really care. It doesn't matter, right? That's all superficial stuff. And we walk in. And we were greeted. They had a visitor like setup thing, so kind of talked there. They they introduced us with somebody that offered to sit us, you know. And
0: yeah, they were they, willing to escort us to a seat.
1: They introduced us to the pastor. Yep, yeah, directly. Directly. They which got was me a awesome. copy of their
0: doctrinal statement yeah, stuff.
1: Amazing, right? And that's fine. That that's good. I and I think that's probably typical for the type of church this is. Honestly, I don't know
0: right, because we've we've as believers have only attended one church as believers.
1: Right, yeah, and, absolutely. And
0: so we have a skewed view, but the point of, of all of this is is, A, make sure you go to church on Christmas. But we're going to stick with that. We're harping on that because it is so so important. I'll
1: go one better. Go to church go to every church.
0: Sunday. Just go to church. Be in the house of the Lord, but that's right. don't negate it for a, a silly reason like Christmas. The presents can wait, the food can wait. Spend time with the Lord. Two, don't be afraid to step outside the box because right. we had a learning experience by doing this. And so I think it's beneficial to our walk.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And we went in and it was a fine service. They had their children's Christmas program going yeah, on that was and cute. things like that. It was fun. All that stuff that happens, right? The superficial stuff. And the reason I really am getting into detail on in this because I think it plays into our topic of a superficial lives quite a bit, actually. And I'll tell you why, Rachel, because I know you're looking at me with that. Look, like, where is he going with this? I love that about the show, by the way, that I can totally take you off guard, I guess. Catch you off guard. When we walked in there, and I noticed, and I find it funny that somebody came up and explained why. But you look around, and I it's not the typical crowd just looking superficially at the people around you. We all have prejudice of
0: yeah. We're all judgmental people. of bad things. No matter
1: what you want to yeah. say, it's all there. It's in our nature. It wasn't the typical group that I would expect for the small town that we went to.
0: I agree, but that's part of what made the church so cool.
1: It was amazing, right? It was. No, I had no problem with that, right? No, I sat actually, right that in the, the middle of <laughs> these was... people that weren't all dressed up in suits. Let's say, right. Okay,
0: so I'm just gonna say it, so you guys can know this. But this church, literally is part of like a halfway house kind of a deal. And they those people come into services here. So you have some rough around the edges people in these. They also have some of the people from Miller's Mary Manor across the street come in. You have a wide variety of people coming from various needs and backgrounds. And
1: that's a retirement home. Yes, that retirement.
0: Well, yeah, it's like a healthcare place. A Um, nursing home. Thank you, a nursing home. So you have halfway house people, nursing home people, and then you have people like us.
1: Right, and they have this outreach for, like, the halfway house places, you know, and I guess it comes from some of the slightly larger cities around, towns, I guess, really.
0: I would gander, but yes. You know,
1: and and that's awesome that they have that, and that's not something we're used to at the church we go to, and we go to a fairly large...
0: A decent-sized church for our area, yeah.
1: Right. So I... That, that kind of was a little off guard, but the fact that they had to explain it to us, I found that to be a superficial thing. It didn't matter. Totally didn't matter. Didn't matter I was not at offended all. in the
0: least, because right. come as you are, let Jesus do the work.
1: That's right. But it was amazing.
0: It was, and it was a good experience, and we will carry that with us for years to come.
1: All right. Let's get into the way you wanted this topic to go. That oh, just explains you a little you know bit. everything about time.
0: me.
1: Superficial lives. Let's just talk about what are we meaning by that overall.
0: So superficial, like putting on a a mask, right? The putting on a play, putting on a show for things that don't need to be that way.
1: Do you act differently depending on who you're talking to?
0: To some degree. I mean, I act a little more, I'm going to act different to a guy on the street corner I'm preaching to than I am to you because I know you and I don't know them.
1: Right, but are you at the Core for the most part, your personality and stuff are you pretty much exactly. That's what I mean by that. I'm
0: the same person on Sunday morning as I am on Friday night.
1: Right. But so many people, especially in this world in this culture we live in in America right now, people are so superficial, they're fake. They put on a fake personality all the time.
0: Oh yeah. I mean, I've I've had meals with people from even inside the church. You said I don't have a meal with them. It's hard to believe that they're part of the church. I'm like, there's husband bashing and rudeness and foul mouthness stuff coming. And I'm just like aghast at this. I'm like, that is not the intention here at all. And I don't know why we think in this world, and especially I will say in our Western world, I think it's probably even more prevalent, but somehow we think we have to put on that face and we
1: can't be real. It's even like this, right? I kind of called our church out a little bit right here on this episode. Oh my. I would do that right to their face at church on Sunday or here. No fear. I'm the same person everywhere. In fact, we talked to one of our deacons at our church and they admired how transparent you and I are.
0: That's just how we are.
1: That's just who we are. We're that way all the time. You know, if the world was like that,
0: we'd solve a lot of problems.
1: Absolutely. We're not superficial. Okay. There are a few things I care about.
0: Right. Like your beard.
1: Right. I mean, who (laughs) else doesn't want an epic beard like this?
0: Right. So I think there's a couple different levels of the superficial we have to talk about here. Okay. So the first one I want to talk about is the superficialness of stuff that just totally does not matter. Okay. There is stuff that we put way too much stock in.
1: Like Um, your gray hair?
0: Like, well, I wasn't even going to go. That's a whole nother. At least I have hair. So. Wow!
1: too far maybe
0: okay i love you dear so i'm talking about the stuff that has literally no bearing there are people who put so much stock in gadgets and the fact that your car has a backup camera i'm not buying that car without a backup camera because that is something i absolutely have to have to make life worthwhile and like we put stock in things and I think that can make you superficial because then we're keeping up with the Joneses. Well, just right? the
1: car itself, right? I guess. You know I don't know, I mean? know about the gadgets in the car.
0: Well, you don't have an iPhone or an iWatch, do you?
1: No. Well, absolutely. that's my point. That's my right. point.
0: But most of the world, they're, they're, they want the next iPhone. They want the next gadget. They Just
1: because everybody else has They're it.
0: keeping up with the Joneses. And that has created this world. Does that make sense? Do you Yeah. Think yeah,
1: okay. I suppose. I'm just trying to stay on the same page as you. Which is hard to do sometimes. Same
0: page but different novel.
1: Yeah, I think that's what's happening.
0: It happens a lot in this marriage, so that that's one way I think of superficial.
1: Yeah, I, I definitely get that with cars. Like as a teenager in early twenties and stuff, I definitely cared about the car I was buying, and I wanted people to see that I had this car. Or I had it all shiny, or right? why? put this thing on it. I have no idea why. Because you you it put matter
0: right. It doesn't matter, and and like when we went and bought our last car. And we had a couple choices of cars, and I'm like, that one works. It gets from point A to B. It stays within our budget. It meets all that it meets. It doesn't matter that it didn't have some of the other perks. It's not going to yeah, matter. It, Who cares? It,
1: right? Yeah. It doesn't matter. It and a lot of people I hear with the car because that is a good example is cars. You keep taking it to gadgets. I don't see that as the same. Well, to men, a car can be but, a gadget. You know? Yeah, absolutely. But it's just I don't need the latest and greatest car just because oh that car's old, I need to buy a new car. Right. Our car is 2011. It's now 2023. Wow. That's a big difference though. Yeah. It drives I, from point A to point B.
0: Perfectly fine by the way.
1: Absolutely. And it's paid I for. don't need it to be all nice. It's got some rust on it now. It's fine. It's well loved. Right. Who cares? And if you do care, you're being superficial.
0: Now, I don't mind and if you know, like, I if care if...
1: that you care? I'm being superficial.
0: I don't care if you can afford stuff, and you want—you know—you can afford. There, there is a difference. But think about the heart intention behind why you do the things you exactly.
1: do. Exactly, it's not about the stuff. I mean, I could go buy a new car today if I wanted. I don't need to, though. I don't want to, right? I, I have no reason to. Now, if it's something I had, I, I really wanted to do, or I had excess of money, or you know. I'm blessed beyond my means, kind of thing. That's fine. There's nothing wrong with having nice stuff. Right. So don't take me that way either. Because right. no, that's right. not at all what I mean. No.
0: And stuff is fine, but don't get focused on the stuff for the sake of the stuff or the sake of stuff. I know of... a
1: lot of people that buy that kind of stuff. They don't have the means to do it.
0: Or they go into debt for it. Like seriously. But
1: debt. they think that, that somehow matters that they go buy this stuff. Mm hmm. That doesn't make any sense. That's being superficial. That's exactly right. what we're talking about is right. living superficial life.
0: Right. Or a guy who goes and buys a $400 suit for a job interview. Right. The, what? Why? The 81 from pennies will do you just fine.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. That kind of brings up, you just said pennies and that's what brought it up. But my grandmother, she was in the business world, I would say, professional world. Sure. Right. And- most of the women in her profession at that time, and this is years ago now, she was always kind of looked down upon because she shopped at Penny's. That was the lower end instead of going to something, I don't know, Macy's maybe, right? Okay, that would be sure. the higher end mm-hmm. of that.
0: I always like And so,
1: right, these other women, that's being superficial. It doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, it doesn't matter what the tag is on the back of the shirt, as long as no, the shirt fits and you're comfortable. Like,
1: And it's fine. You can find great deals at Macy's, by the way.
0: I can but, find great deals anywhere.
1: And it's fine to buy that stuff, but don't buy it just because it's a brand name or just because right. somebody else bought it or you want to show off. Or Those are all the wrong reasons.
0: Right. Your heart intention does matter.
1: Absolutely. And then... Do you you want to keep going? I think they've got that Yeah, I think that's a pretty aware concept here. That's the obvious superficialness. Obviously. But there's so much more. Yes. When you sit, especially in the church, overall church, I'm talking about Global Church of Christ, there's so many superficial people in this world. Amen. In that world. That is sad to me. And I have trouble thinking that... All these people that claim to be in the global church of Christ actually claiming it for the right reasons, actually believing it for that matter.
0: Actually following it.
1: And not just being superficial, just being on the surface Christians, basically.
0: Right. Right. It's like um someone gave this analogy once. I read in a book and he goes, Can you imagine if if that's all it was was going to church and checking off a box? That would give you the right that, like, you get pulled over and you're like, well, I go to church, so I'm a good person. Oh, fine, I'll let you go. You must be a good person because you go to church. Yeah, that's not going to do
1: it. Right. Right? Exactly. I mean, it's
0: so much more than that. But we don't we don't always look past that. Or,
1: or people that just, well, I go to church, right? I just, I, I go to church. I'm good. It's not going to save you, my friend. And then, you know, you see them in the grocery store and they're not living what I would call a Christian life. Now, is that me being superficial? Maybe. I don't know.
0: I think it's you being judgmental more than superficial. Judgmental,
1: maybe. Am I judging righteously? Perhaps. And that's
0: the thing. And I think that that's something Jesus did very well. And I think we can take a very good cue from him on this. Jesus was the same man everywhere he went. He was Jesus. You knew what you were getting. You may not have known which miracle was coming, but you knew what you were getting when you came into his presence. He is the Son of God. He is Messiah. And there was already an expectation of his verbal, his his way of speaking, his way of being, right? And you just knew. And by the end of his ministry, everyone knew. You should be the kind of person that everybody knows. And you should be the same person on Sunday morning as you are New Year's Eve night, okay? Absolutely. It it should not change.
1: Right, exactly. And
0: it's interesting, even what, uh, I don't know if it was the pastor or the deacon, whatever, that said it today. Oh, I'm looking out to the congregation. I don't see a whole lot. I only see a few bloodshot eyes or whatever it was. and that just kind of caused me an interesting, you know. Oh,
1: because it's New Year's right. Day. And and, right. and
0: I, you hear the laughter, but I was a little almost offended because to uh, a point.
1: I, I don't think he meant anything by that other than sleep.
0: Right. And honestly. I get that. But let's take that to a deeper meaning. Right. Right. We have to be honest that that's what New Year's has kind of come to be. There are people sitting in church pews hungover on a, on this Sunday morning. I'm sure there's a couple around the right, country.
1: And, and you're right. I get that. And yeah, excessive drinking is a sin. Drinking in itself. I personally am clear on it. It can't be a sin and be b- biblical to me. That's why I can't be a Baptist, by the way. Yeah. But that's superficialness, right? Right. On that. But yeah, when, when he talks about that and the drunkenness or the red eyes as you said as the pastor said today and uh, i get it and it was funny in that right. moment it's fine it was to uh, lessen up we actually our pastor is no longer at our church he's no longer a pastor he's no longer a pastor right and that's actually came about since our last podcast anyways multiple multiple reasons there but i think people in basically driving him away is how i'm going to put it People were being superficial about things. He was being real. It caused conflict. Okay. That brings it out to me. All right. I got a little deeper there.
0: I'm just going to let that one ride.
1: All right. That's fine.
0: Cool. So I think a big thing with superficial lives, right, is a big part of it is, I think, especially for women. Women tend to be very superficial. We put on the makeup. We put on the clothes. We put stock in, I have this job, and I have, you know, I'm equal to my husband, and all of these things, and that apparently counts for something? Now, I have a problem with this and as it, a woman.
1: And now, it and it's not just the women here, right? It's the men almost driving some of the women to be that way, right? Because men tend, and worldly here, not me or you personally, but worldly, men tend to respond... Two women that are uh, made up, I guess up, is the word, that. right?
0: Now, here's my question Do you think men respond to that because that's
1: what's naturally inherent,
0: what's good, or is that because that's what's become acceptable format in society?
1: Oh, well, maybe. Yeah, it could be. I don't know. Or maybe, you know, it comes from parents and parents. Right, and parents exactly. And Generation hated that, like right? right?
0: Um, interesting, right, is that I do not wear any makeup.
1: Nope, never.
0: I don't do anything special to my hair. I get it cut maybe once a year properly. It's long, frizzy.
1: It's beautiful.
0: Partially gray now. It's <laughs> starting to go gray.
1: Absolutely gorgeous.
0: And I wear very pretty simple clothing. Nothing too flashy. I don't have lots of jewelry. See no need for it. And you know what? That has been a huge help in my walk of faith. Because when you strip all that stuff back, what's left? If, if, you've, if you ladies are hearing this, if I take off your makeup and I take off the expensive Macy's clothes and I take away the shiny shoes, you're still beautiful. In fact, you're probably more beautiful than what you even realize. And I don't know why we put so much stock in that stuff. If you want to wear makeup, there's nothing inherently wrong with that necessarily. But I really want to challenge you women as to why you do... There are women that spend hours in front of the mirror every morning. And I'm just saying...
1: And as a guy, I can tell you that my wife, with no makeup, with none of those fancy clothes, with none of that fancy jewelry is absolutely the most amazing, beautiful creation of God I've ever seen in my life.
0: I feel like you should have an awe track for this moment.
1: Aww. Aww. Actually, I, I, I was going to do something else, but I, I'm going to leave the <laughs> soundboard be for now.
0: So, it wasn't always that way. Before I came to Christ, I wore some makeup. I used to straighten my hair. I have very curly hair. That was hair.
1: nice. That was kind of fun. Yeah, Thank you. Right? Yeah.
0: And all these things.
1: Right. But, but it didn't matter. But
0: it really doesn't
1: it's matter. all superficial. So if you're stressing out about that stuff, even as a man, right? I, I see yeah. these men get their hair cut every week and pay lots of dollars to go to these fancy hair places. Or they $40 use hair for products a haircut. and yeah. all this stuff, right? You don't need to. Trust me, you don't need to. I get it. Some people are in the business world or are selling or on TV, and there's a little bit of difference. There's some exceptions to the rule to a point. Right. And I'm not trying to say I'm better than you or anything like that. And it's fine. You want to wear a little bit of makeup. I get it. It's fine. No problem. I want to cut my beard, trim it up, make it look nice. I don't, but I could, right? Right. But that, to me, is a superficial thing. I think this is more natural. I think it's some of it probably stems from laziness, I suppose. (laughs) But it doesn't matter. It's superficial, right? If I'm comfortable, I'm good. I'm fine. If God is pleased with what I'm doing in my life, I'm happy. Amen. That's really all that that matters. Now, we do have a Bible verse here. Verses verses yes several verses do you wanna it, it's coming from first Peter chapter 3 verses one through five I'm gonna read it from the new living translation it's just the easiest translation it's accurate for thought by thought mm-hmm. translation
0: and it's really good for speaking in this kind of right, terminology exactly. in so the that is what
1: I'm gonna read about do you want to kind of bring us to the context of what's before this because it's kind of starting. With some things going on it before is. it. So
0: previously in First Peter 2, it's talking about the conduct of slaves versus masters and the obedience and the authoritiveness and living your life for God within the role that you have already preset. So
1: kind of authority and subjects and uh, on both sides, just yeah. whatever your position is, live a godly life, basically, right? Yes. Okay. So again, this is First Peter chapter 3, verses 1 through 5. In the same way, you wives must accept the authority of your husbands. Then, even if some refuse to obey the good news, your godly lives will speak to them without any words. They will be won over by observing your pure and reverent lives. Don't be concerned about the outward beauty of fancy hairstyles, expensive jewelry, or beautiful clothes. Oh my goodness, what was that? Mic drop. Mic drop right there. Exactly. Verse four, you should clothe yourselves instead with the beauty that comes from within, the unfading beauty of a gentle and quiet spirit, which is so precious to God. This is how the holy women of old made themselves beautiful. They put their trust in God and accepted the authority of their husbands. There's a lot to unravel there. Right now, we're focused on the clothing and that kind of stuff right
0: okay so a couple things here. first of all this is one of my favorite passages of the Bible um, I really have a whole chapter about this in my first book I read right
1: yeah go called to submit by Rachel Grefke on Amazon, Amazon. Mm-hmm. yes
0: you can also go to mini and find information there um, so a couple things first of all that your godly lives will speak to them without any words your lives as a godly woman should be evident in all manner of your walking how you care for the house how you dress how you act toward your husband he sees Christ through you and i have talked to so many women over the years that just do not get that
1: right and this is so very personal for you and me it is because that's exactly what happened i knew what the bible told wives to do and what women and men i knew the knowledge of biblical teaching so I knew what God was asking you to do. So I kind of held that against you somewhat when you failed at that. I right? was still
0: growing, man.
1: Absolutely. But when you started doing exactly what this is talking about, living that godly life, that opened my eyes. That's exactly what that first and second verse here was talking about.
0: Yeah. But living it so that it's it's obvious, like they that he'll see it in you. And too many, you know, people in general, like, oh, you share. There's a quote by um, Saint Francis of Assisi, and I know it's a sissy, but not a sissy, like a okay. Anyway, um, who says, (laughs) um, preach the gospel at all times? Use words if necessary,
1: right? And and a lot of pastors
0: hate it when we quote that. a, A lot of
1: them. When when somebody, let's just put this in perspective. Somebody like me, before I came to Christ. I walk into church and this is what I saw. This is exactly what I saw, right? It was people showing up to church, putting on their makeup, putting on their fancy clothes, doing this stuff. And I'm like, man, eh, they're not supposed to be doing that. That's just being superficial. They're not living godly lives. So why do I care? You got to think about that. But then I see others within that same body, right? Such as you, Rachel, who started living this godly life, getting rid of all that. Expensive jewelry, fancy hairstyles, all that stuff, right? All that stuff that doesn't matter. Start throwing that out the window. Living for God all the time. Oh, wait. She actually does believe this. Oh, wait. She actually is doing this. Oh, wait. Maybe there's something to that. Wow. It's like this is the truth. It's like it works. It's like it came from God or something.
0: Oh, my gosh. Direct from God. So... It goes on um, to say, by observing your pure and reverent lives. And that's so important that here's something interesting. I had a lady tell me she does not have time to read the Bible. She's too busy. She leaves for work. She tells all this. And I asked her a question. I said, how much time do you spend in the bathroom in the morning getting ready for work? She said about an hour and 20 minutes.
1: Oh, my word. Not including her shower. Oh, my word. No I said, way. can you
0: imagine if you spend an hour and 20 minutes before the Lord every day in prayer And in reading of his word and in worship.
1: That is life-changing right there.
0: And that's exactly what I did. Yep. It just became the priority.
1: That's it. Make it your priority to follow God. All this other stuff, it's superficial. It doesn't doesn't really matter. matter. It doesn't matter. And in fact, that job doesn't really matter. Not really. Like I get, you got to make a living. Don't get me wrong. But it doesn't matter. You don't need that fancy car. You don't need that fancy iPhone. You don't need the newest and greatest tech out there. You know, you don't need the newest and greatest. Again, thing. we're not
0: doubting. I mean, it's fine. Right. We have tech it's stuff fine. in our house, right? But there's nothing within wrong with having reason it. reason. You don't means, need it. But
1: yeah. I will tell you, it is wrong. If it's coming before you read in the Bible yeah. or before you making time for that, if your job to afford all that stuff is coming and, before and you, you following the the God, God, then it is wrong.
0: That's your idol. Then That's you're right. idolizing the stuff and because not. Because a lot
1: of people that have a lot of that stuff, not everybody, of course, no. right? But a lot of people that have that stuff, they are so focused on their career, they're so focused on their job, so focused on their college training, on their kids even, all that, on their kids, whatever, that they're not following the Lord. That's a problem. It's not me judging you, by the way. That's that's wrong. I'm sorry. That's just wrong. It really
0: is. God says, "I am God, and there is no other." And He makes it clear He should be the first thing in our lives. Period. No ifs, ands, or buts about that. Right. So. It continues when it goes on and says, Don't be concerned about your beauty, your hairstyles, your jewelry, or your clothes. These are things that don't matter. If if again, if I take all this away from you, are you still a devout follower of Christ and are you still proclaiming that good news? Because there are some plain church and and, and if you take that stuff away, they, they would not feel safe walking through that door. And why is that? Come as you are.
1: Right. Exactly. Yeah, there's definitely churches we could have chose on Christmas Day to go to. If I walked in the way I was dressed, I probably would have been escorted out. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh. Yeah, exactly. That's wrong. That's being superficial. I want, no matter
0: who walks through the door, whether it's somebody in a suit or somebody who's homeless, to
1: hear the gospel. That's right. And there's a, I get, like, you having respect, having honor. There's a
0: reverence. And in, yes. in dressing
1: up, putting a suit on for right. church. I Nothing enjoy wrong that. with that no. at all.
0: And that's not a negative thing. You can worship in your suit. You know
1: what? I do respect God. I do want to worship the Lord. I do want to obey the Lord. I want to honor the Lord. However I do that. And to me, I'm not doing that with my clothes at all.
0: God would rather you come to church in rags and open hands, worshiping him obediently and falling upon your face in repentance than in a nice suit playing church.
1: That's right. That's exactly it. That's right. I, I, I mean that it that... is.
0: So they did an experiment in California. I say about two years ago now. Do you
1: have any reference to this?
0: I I I, I watched okay. it. Okay. okay. So and the pastor dressed up as a homeless man and sat outside the church.
1: Oh yeah, I remember this. Okay.
0: One. So I, I saw the video and I watched it and I read his commentary after. So he was very raggedy. I mean, the epitome of homelessness in California. So he sat out there and, um. He's in front of the church, and he has a sign, and he has a cup. He's trying to raise money, and everyone's filing into the church. His congregation's going by him. They don't know it's him, but he's like, help. A couple of people gave, but you're literally talking a mega church-sized building, and only a few gave or said hello to this man. Right. The church music starts. They take us into the sanctuary. There's no pastor, and everyone's like, what's going on, right? This homeless guy, I say in quotations, walks down the aisle goes up onto the stage, into the podium, and says, good morning. And everyone's like, you know, kind of taking a question. Look, he slowly takes off one piece of clothing his time, and he has a suit on underneath. And he goes, this proves everything I'm going to teach you today because you missed everything Jesus stood for because you saw the raggedy clothes. You saw that and didn't think, he's not worth my time, right, and do that. We are very judgmental. But in the same time, he goes, I didn't judge you. Right. And he goes, I didn't care who threw in my cup. I nope. didn't even look at the person. It doesn't matter. Nope. So why do we make it matter?
1: Right. Exactly. And that's it. And we have that. We have superficial people all around us all the time, including our own home church. We have that at all churches. In the I'm world. Sure, just right? the world. In the world in general. That's there. Now, at the same time, don't let that discourage you. Like, I used to kind of be discouraged by that. That, oh, there's a superficial... I think I used it more of it as an excuse of why I didn't need to believe. And that's not right. No. So I want to be clear on that. You had a change of heart. there. Absolutely. You should worship. Don't be superficial. No matter what other people are doing, right? If they're dressing up all fancy and wearing, don't judge them over that. You you don't know where their heart place is, right? Or their motive. No. But there is evidence
0: there is outside the life right? that you're living.
1: And, and there, there's some obvious examples, you know, I'm not calling anybody in particular out, but there's obvious examples as we look around in our community and the people we're around, It's very obvious to me that they're playing church, that they're putting on the fancy jewelry, they're wearing the fancy clothes, driving the fancy cars. Well,
0: and, and and not even the church. I would say we have some friends and family right. that would fall into that in category the community, too. Community, right? right. The fam-
1: friends, family, uh, everybody. They're putting on a mask. Our friends is pretty much at right. church. That's right. why I just always <laughs> but correlate. It. We do right. have. Yep, absolutely. It's, not it's all to that. around us. No, yes. absolutely. We definitely have family in that boat, and it drives me nuts. It doesn't matter, you know. And I even get judged quotations there. Buy them for the lifestyle we live.
0: Yes, we get looked down upon.
1: Because I have a 2011 car. And only one car, by the way, for our household.
0: Right. And we're still using things from like 20... We saw stuff from when we got married we're still using 20 years ago.
1: So I finally, I think I threw out some underwear that I had from high school 20 years ago. Right? I mean, who cares? Yeah, exactly. It doesn't matter. So stop being superficial. Live your lives for God. If you don't know what that means, reach out to one of us. We'd be more than happy to help you in your walk to learn God. It's all in his word. We inherently take the word of God, the Bible, and the true, right? Our Bible. The truth. The truth. That is the truth. That's all the teaching. I don't care what denomination or all that other stuff, right? It's Look the into Bible. the word follow that that's how i that's how i live if you're interested in that rachel is great at explaining things she's nicer than me a little less argumentative about things i would say reach out to her again that's miniministry.com
0: uh mini ministry.weebly.com
1: oh there you go i always go. forget Gotta the weebly yeah? i know
0: miniministry.weebly.com and you can send me through there find mini ministry on facebook and on youtube at miniministry
1: yeah absolutely i have
0: people reach out through youtube all the time
1: All right, this is a great show. I love doing one-size-fits-all with you. We can talk about anything and everything. I've been loving the godly talk, but that is us. That's who we are. That's who we all should be. That's probably how this podcast is going to go, and I absolutely love it. Love having you here, Rachel. I love looking at your face without a mask, without makeup. It's a beautiful sight to see in this podcast room.
0: Angelic, right?
1: I gotta get my brownies somehow. <clears throat>
0: That's not carb friendly. <laughs>
1: they're 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 love carbs. They don't count.
0: Right. And love carbs? Oh well.
1: Wow.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, so real quick, I just gotta bring up one more thing that came into my head.
1: Oh man, here we go. Okay. I thought we were done.
0: I know, I thought you were, but I, it just came to my head.
1: All right. Okay. Here.
0: Superficial all goes into things. We talk about your person but and the stuff around you, but we just had a huge renovation at our church a couple years ago. I just want to say that I think you have to be smart. Don't change things for the sake of changing, keeping up even in those kind of areas.
1: I think it was trying to put a bandaid on a massive wound that was already started within our church. And Very I think that's what our next Looking episode back. might be is more talk about our church because it's having issues at the moment it is. and we're having issues with it at the moment. And it's a real thing, but Don't let the superficial things, don't try to use that to patch things up. It didn't work. It doesn't work. It's superficial. Don't let those things, don't let the beauty, what we call beauty, try to cover up what truly is beautiful in God's eyes. Yes, you are
0: made in the image of God, and that is beautiful, and that's enough.
1: And that is enough.
0: Live your life for an audience of one.
1: All right. Thank you, Rachel. Thank you, Chris. It's been One Size Fits All. I'm Rachel. And I'm Chris. See y'all later. Bye-bye.